if you want to maximize the savings you can make from a financial point of view four simple steps so number one you change fertilizer towards protected your 18612 number two cut your fertilizer uh, where possible number three you look at the replacement stock coming in and try and tidy that up and number four you look at the, the cows uh, on any herd would be a sucklers or dairy uh, the poor ones in the herd are they covering their cost hello i'm cahill summers and i'm georgia Glenn. your chagas sustainability advisors and you're welcome to the chagas environment edge podcast number 59 bringing you the latest information science opinion to prove farm sustainability Ireland's farmers have been tasked with reducing their gaseous emissions by 25% by the year 2030. The updated Chagas map has shown that this is achievable. However, this will only be achieved if farmers adopt the actions and technologies across the country. At the recent launch of the Chagas Signpost Advisory Service in the Waterford Kilkenny region, we spoke to Chagas Director of Knowledge Transfer, Dr Stan Lawler, to discuss how Chagask will support farmers in meeting the 2030 target. We also spoke to host signpost farmer Peter O'Hanlon, who outlined the steps he has taken on his farm to reduce emissions and increase profitability. Finally, Dr Seamus Carney and Patrick Dunphy, signpost advisors, outlined the free service to all farmers and how farmers can know their number and make a plan. And have... Um, Director of Knowledge Transfer, Stan Lawler here to have a chat to Stan. Thanks a million for coming. Thanks, Carl. Delighted to be here. Yeah, Stan, you made some really valid points inside there. And um, first of all, I just want to ask you a little bit about where the, the Chagas uh, Climate Action Strategy is at the moment and how far have we gone in implementation? Yeah, no, look, it's great to be in Kilkenny today for the launch in the Kilkenny Waterford region of the Signpost Advisory Programme for this region and to, to launch, I suppose, Seamus Kearney and Patrick Dunphy as the two, the face of the Signpost Advisory Programme in the region. Um, we had a great turnout of, of both industry partners, both within the Signpost Programme and also other, other people in the industry, but also uh, farmers, including a lot of our Signpost demonstration farms as well. And to be here today, I suppose, is very timely given the fact of what happened yesterday in Chagas. We launched our Chagas Mac. 2023, which is the third iteration of the marginal abasement cost curve for for mitigating greenhouse gas emissions from agriculture. And really, I suppose, where, where today's event and the launch of the MAC curve yesterday brings together really well what Chaga set out to achieve within their climate strategy, which was launched at the end of 2022. And within that, there was three key pillars to where Chagas want to lead and and be at the forefront in terms of supporting farmers and the industry to to get where we need to get to in terms of greenhouse gas emissions targets. So within our strategy that we launched back last year, we had three key pillars. One was around uh, coordinating and facilitating the best, the, the, the maximization of the outcome we can get from our research that's going on around the organization and greenhouse gases. And yesterday was a great example of that, which brought together a huge wealth of research knowledge and and work over recent years to update the marginal abatement cost curve and that launch really the message was very simple what our mac curve that we launched yesterday is showing is that it is possible to achieve the targets that are set out for agriculture but the other key message is that it will take really high adoption rates and that's where it blends in really well with what we're doing today in, in the Kilkenny Waterford region, launching the signpost advisory program here, as we have in all of the other regions around the country as well. Because really what we're, what we're trying to do with this program is put in place the, 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 
information being made available to farmers through the through the advisory uh, supports and advisory program we have but also to put in place the advisory supports that are going to be required by farmers in order to adopt and take on these technologies which are going to be so important and not only to get these technologies working on some farms but to maximize their adoption as much as possible across as many farms as possible and that's what today's launch is about to set up that program in the region as we have for the rest of the country. So it's extremely positive. We know that we can do it by 2030. We know it's going to be a big push for a lot of adoption, but the strategy has fulfilled a lot of what it's asked to do. We have the advisors on the ground that support the farmers in signposts. Uh, we also have the system Agnav that we can actually, a farmer can actually know their carbon number. And finally, like you said yesterday from the, the Mac launch yesterday, we, the research is starting to output already. So I suppose the big one, know your numbers, is going to be very helpful. We, at least farmers have something to aim at. Know your numbers is really important. And I mean, I suppose what we have, what we can see and what we're well aware of is there's, there's a massive awareness and buy-in to the challenge that's there for the sector. There's buy-in at industry level and there's buy-in at farm level. What we've put in place now with the 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 the, the Agnav program, and that was a key pillar of the of, of the Chagas Climate Strategy to develop this system with our partners in ICBF and Borbia. And what we have for the first time now is the opportunity for a farmer to do exactly as you say, to know my number. Because a lot of farmers are 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 very aware of the technologies available. They're very aware of, wh- of what the sector needs to do, but maybe not quite sure what they need to do at home. And what we have with Agnav now is a system where a farmer can see the not only the total emissions from the farm, but also what is contributing to those emissions. Is it methane? Is it nitrous oxide? What is the, the, the big contributing factor? And therefore, what are the most appropriate things for me to do on my farm? And that's where Know My Number, Make My Plan comes in. And that's why Agnav is so important. And Agnav now is the tool and the signpost advisory program is building on Agnav as a tool available to help communicate that to farmers and help farmers engage with their own data but likewise the signpost advisory program coming in behind that is also to to follow up with the farmers and give the farmers the support to help and adopt the best practice that they know they need to do some measures are relatively straightforward going out and buying a different type of fertilizer for example is something which is relatively easy to do or spreading your slurry a different way but other things are more complicated they take trial and error from farmers uh, in terms of things like clover adoption reducing nitrogen those have impacts across the whole farm and advisory support and industry support that's there to help farmers to to, to take that on and and guide them and support them in their journey to making progress that's what the signpost advisory program is doing and that's what it's trying to put in place super thanks a million Stan. So Peter, we're here in Thomastown and we've met a few, couple of times now, um, but what kind of a farming enterprise are you undertaking here? Yeah, so um, we were originally a suckler system and we kind of branched into calf to beef. So we're purchasing maybe 220, 230 dairy bred calves, Frisians, Angus, Hereford, limousines from the dairy herds, buying them in about two or three weeks of age and they're brought straight through to slaughter. And where do you source them then? Um, all the calves are sourced locally. Um, we're sourcing from five different farmers at the moment. Um, five local enough farmers. have been dealing with these guys for the last, I suppose, four or five years. Um, calves are not travelling any more than 15, 20 minutes in the trailer. Um, so I know what the lads are like and I know what the calves are like, so it's a big help. That's fantastic. And so can you tell us a little bit, how did you get involved with this programme? How did you get involved with the Signpost programme? I suppose I originally started out in the Green Acres Calf to Beef program and that branched into the Dairy Beef 500 program which also branched into the Signpost program. So I suppose we are doing a lot of the stuff for the Signpost through those programs and I suppose 
that's why we were probably picked or candidates for the signpost. So they had your history and they knew that you were progressive anyway and a good a- adapter of technologies. Um, so the programme involves 12 steps or thereabouts. And I think, you know, having met you before um, on a couple of occasions, you were already incorporating a lot of the good technologies on this farm anyway. So could you just elaborate on some of the things that you are doing? Yes, yeah, sure, I suppose some of the stuff we're doing, um, we're using 100% low emissions Slurry spreading. Um, we have our own drill bar there, and I suppose that helps soil fertility and trying to get to, I suppose, the paddocks that you wouldn't normally get to. Um, we're incorporating clover in nearly everything we're doing now, white clover in most of the reseeds, and I suppose we have another 35 acres of red clover silage sward done this year. Um, so you're reducing your nitrogen Reducing chemical result. nitrogen, That's yeah. brilliant. So pla- yeah. not planning on putting any chemical nitrogen on the red clover silage. Excellent. Yeah. And certain stages of the year, then reducing the chemical nitrogen on the white clover, if there's and enough white clover. When are you spreading your slurry then? As well? um, so spreading slurry in the spring, okay. and then different this year now, we'll be keeping a bit for the red clover silage, yes. because we don't want to use any of the chemical nitrogen. Yeah, and that fits into your system. Yeah. yeah. Um, I suppose we're also reducing the age of slaughter. The animals, um, I suppose through animal health, um, grassland management, buying off the, I suppose, the correct farms. Farmers, that's right. Try and buy the right calf. Source good EBI, yeah, Yeah, exactly. Um, You also have done a lot of soil sampling here over the years and applying lime, haven't you? Yeah, I suppose we have a a programme done, I suppose, with the the two calf to beef programmes. We have um, good advisors as well and we have a liming programme in place and we're putting out lime every year. Um, I suppose we're trying to build P's and K's at the moment um, using 18.612 and then I suppose after that going forward now protect the jury in 18.612. From a grassland management point of view on a beef farm it's unusual to see um, beef farmers measuring grass but this is something that you and your dad have taken on. Yeah How I suppose it's, um, it's one of the drivers there now at the moment for stocking rate and I suppose a few different areas um, so it's great to have my father there to... to to help out um, with the grass measuring. It's a good old area to grass measure weekly. Um, but yeah, it gives me confidence to take out paddocks. Um, probably, I suppose, the grazing platform, the grazing area, and trying to keep that at, obviously, optimal height for the cows coming in or the cattle coming in. Um, the grass measuring can kind of let me know how many days I have ahead and what paddocks I can take out. And it's just, yeah, it's a handy tool. That's excellent. Patrick, um, you're part of a dedicated team in a new role. Can you tell us a little bit about the service? Yeah, hi Deirdre. So myself and Seamus, really what we're going to be doing is going out to farms, uh, at discussion, visiting farms and discussion groups. And uh, we're going to be doing workshops with the farmers at these discussion groups. So really showing them what's involved with the signpost programme, um, showing them how we can improve the emissions on their own farms and the financial benefit to improving the emissions on the farms also. So we get the farmers actively involved and then we get them to pick out a few steps then that they can implement on their own farms. So farmers, I suppose, first of all, need to establish where they're at. So how do you do that exactly? Well, we've a platform there in term, um, called AgNav and um, AgNav is a collaboration between Chagas, ICBF and Borbia. We're gathering farmers' information from those two bodies and we're using that then to establish the farmers' baseline. So what's their current level of emissions then on farms? So that's your baseline assessment? That's the baseline assessment, And yes. it's from that there then that you look into the different actions that a farmer will have to implement on a farm? 
Exactly, yeah. So AgNav then allows us just to see when we implement some different actions on the farmers, what impact that will have on the farmers' emissions. I suppose you'd have to look at the farm in the first place then to pick the most suitable actions. Exactly, yeah. So every plan we tailor for each farm. So we pick the, plan, the, the actions that will suit that farm best. There's a suite of 12 or so, is there? There's 12 actions there in total. I'll probably pick three or four actions for the farmer to implement over the course of three years on their farms. And that could change over time as well? So That could change, exactly, yeah. So once they kind of a few measures implement and they're working well on farms, we'll try and work, we'll try and uh, implement some different measures on the farm then as well. Oh, fantastic. So could you give us a flavour of the kind of measures that farmers will be? Well, suppose really the, the big one is protected urea. So swapping over from uh, can and normal urea to protected urea has a big impact on emissions. And uh, it's also there's a cost um, benefit there for the farmer as well. It is uh, a cheaper form of uh, nitrogen. Um, clover is another one. and Clover is a big technology. one as well. Yeah, uh, I suppose low emission slurry spreading is a big thing in terms of ammonia emissions. Helps to really reduce the ammonia emissions on farm. Uh, clover is a big thing as well in terms of reducing our nitrogen. Uh, on the farms, what's supposed to really think about clover, we need to ensure that soil fertility on the farm is right first. So really, the starting block of clover is lime. You know, about 50% of the soils in Kilkenny are low in lime, so it's important to improve the lime first, and then we can look at implementing the clover on farms. And then how will you support the farmers then once the plan is in place? How are you going to support them going forward? So look, once the plan's in place, we'll have follow-up visits or discussion groups, and farmers then, if they want one-to-one visits on farms, we can do that also. So that's how we're going to support them, yeah. Seamus, so you're the signpost advisor down in Waterford. Um, Seamus, uh, I, the Mac curve was launched yesterday, the new Mac curve, I suppose, um, and you have big numbers to hit. I think you're trying to, is it 50,000 farmers you hope to hit over the, uh, by 2030? Yeah, uh, essentially, Cahill, uh, there's 21 advisors nationally, so we all have to try and hit about 500 farmers upskilled each year. Um, now, look, it's with my own scenario. I'm kind of at it six weeks at this stage. We have about 110 farmers uh, signed up and put through the program at the minute and have picked actions for their farm. So really, I suppose the, the one feedback from the workshops, Cahal, is I suppose what the farmers know what they have to do and what they're expected to do. And they can see what technology they can use once they're quantified for them. The farmers are more than happy to try and take on three or four technologies that will make them more money, first of all, and also reduce their emissions then as well. So big numbers ahead, Cahal. But really, the, the feedback from the workshops, their farmers are fantastic. They have huge knowledge levels out there. Uh, they have huge enthusiasm to take on the task. Uh, and look, definitely there's, there's money in it for the farmers as well uh, for taking part in the program. Yeah, and we spoke to Stander a few minutes ago, and it's very positive coming from yesterday from the launch of the Mac Curve that we, we can do it by 2030. The only issue, the technology is there, the only issue is to get mass adoption across the country. Um, you are not just visiting uh, Chagas clients, is that right? That's right, Cahal. It's a free service, so it's available to all clients. Uh, we had a lot of our the merchants selling fertilizers here with us today. We had the agricultural consultants, the private agricultural consultants. So Patrick and I are a resource to those people to help them to upscale, but also to upscale their farmers as well. So it's a free service uh, where the farmers then can actually um, see where their own emissions are coming from, from the AgNav program, take three or four actions that can actually improve profitability and reduce greenhouse gas emissions. Yeah, and AgNav, we've started to hear a lot about that, and farmers are going to hear a lot more about what is Agnev? Agnev is basically good news. That's the first thing I would say, right? <laughs> so essentially, any farmer has done a Borbia audit. Uh, it's a collaboration between Chagas, Borbia, and ICBF. So basically, every farmer's figures are known through ICBF. So they go into the mixer, which is Agnev. Uh, all the fertilizer has been reported at the last Borbia audit. They go into the mixer. How farmers are actually spreading their slurry, when they're spreading it, the types of fertilizer. All the information is put into uh, the Agnav program. And each of those 54,000 farmers then, if they sign up to the Signpost Advisory Program, so once they sign up to the advisory program, they get access to their Agnav figure. And there's actually an emissions figure there 
readily available for 54,000 farmers throughout the country. So all the farmers in Waterford Kilkenny who are doing the Bore B a sustainability audit at the minute. Uh, so that's giving them the baseline in Cahill. And as well as that then, the next step is they can actually see then the effect of reducing fertiliser, changing fertiliser type, uh, changing how they spread slurry, when they spread slurry, and grazing days, so the length of the grazing season. They're the main actions in there at the minute. There will be other ones added in as time goes on from the new Mac, like breeding and animal numbers, replacement rates, but at the minute it's focused around slurry and fertiliser and grazing. They're, they're the main ones at the minute, Carl. Yeah, and I was talking to Peter about it earlier on, and he has a carbon number in his Agnav. Um, and I suppose what I was talking to another signpost farmer today as well, and they said what they really like about it when you go into Agnav, it predicts how it's what if you implement a new technology in farm it predicts how it's going to affect your carbon number uh, and the beauty Cahal, is there's actually a slider so you slide where you want to get to and it'll tell you how it'll actually do for the emissions the plan long term is there'll be euro figures beside those emissions figures for now we have the emission figures and really what we're finding with agnav Cahal, is farmers if they change the 90 percent protected area cut the fertilizer of about 10 15 20 percent uh, move towards low emission slurry spreading spreading in the springtime we can get to 8-10% on a lot of farms and a lot of farms which is getting very close to getting halfway to where farmers need to get to and our technologies can be implemented on any farm Yeah and Gary Lanigan said yesterday as well that um, it's not just doing something once we have to do it continually all the time so if you're going to use protection it's it's forever to get to reach our 2030 targets and I suppose that that's where your advisory service comes in uh, absolutely and I suppose maybe the best way of putting it um, Cahal is like the MAC it's really championship hurling now at this stage we have to go hard and fast so we have to take on all the technologies as hard as we can as fast as we can really to hit that in figure to reach a 25% reduction in emissions by 2030 and Seamus how how do farmers how are they going to work this Agnav is, is it with the sport advisor or will they have access to it themselves yeah what we're doing with the groups at the minute Cahill, is the farmers are signing up to the programme so we can get access to give access to Agnav so we're able to quantify in what they've done to reduce emissions to date the technologies they've taken on we can see it in by going to 90% protected area reducing their fertiliser by 10-15%, moving to low emission slurry spreading, what extra they can get by taking on those technologies. Now the farmer as well, once they've signed up to the Signpost Advisory Programme and they've access to Agnav, they can go into agnav.ie, so agnav.ie, and they log in with their ICBF codes uh, in order to get into Agnav. But you have to sign up to the Chagas Signpost Advisory Programme in order to get access to your Agnav figures. But any farmer sign up to the program, Cahal, it's, it's a big advantage that you do sign up. You can see your figure there straight in front of you. Uh, they do they get access then through the agnav.ie website and to use their ICBF logins. Lovely. And Patrick, um, you're Peter's signpost advisor. So I know you're after running his figures through Agnav already. Um, in fairness to Peter, he's actually doing a lot of the actions already. But you have made, I suppose, so, come up across some ideas where you can actually help improve his carbon footprint. Yeah, so I suppose the big thing really was there was the change over from standard urea uh, to protected urea and reduce the amount of can used on the farm as well. So just by doing that, I think there was a reduction of 3.5% in Peter's emissions uh, just with that one action alone, which is huge. And when you added in reduced nitrogen and low emission spreading into Agnav, it came up with seven and a half percent of reduction. Seven and a half percent of reduction. Yeah, which is uh, massive. Which is big. Which is very big. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I suppose he's a signpost farmer, so we expect a lot of our signpost farmers are going to be doing a lot of the right things. But there's going to be a big percentage of the country that might be doing doing only a few on the list. So there's big gains to be made across the country. Exactly. Yeah. I suppose Peter already started off from a very good point of view. Like the farm is already in very good order, and he's implementing a lot of these technologies already. So a lot of farmers who aren't implementing these technologies will see a bigger boost again. 
Yeah, yeah. And can you just clarify then what the difference between total emissions and carbon footprint just for the listeners? I suppose total emissions is is the total figure uh, across the farm and the carbon footprint then there's it's broken down per hectare and per kilo of beef that Peter's producing here on farm. Yeah. So the animal numbers if you bring down the animal numbers you reduce total emissions and the carbon footprint if we input or start uh, I suppose use those 12 measures will reduce that on your farm carbon footprint as well. Yeah. 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 And Seamus, one last, just to finish up, what is the final key messages? We're looking for massive adoption in the next, by 2030. What's any final message you want to put out to the audience? Yeah, the big message, Cahal, is if you want to maximize the savings you can make on from a financial point of view, four simple steps. Number one, change your fertilizer towards the a higher compound, like the 18612 for your pea fertilizer. Get out as much of your nitrogen as you can in the form of protected urea. That's message number one. Message number two is we try and reduce the amount of chemical nitrogen by improving our lime, our P and K, incorporating clover, and also using low emissions to re- main, to retain more of the nitrogen in, in, in soil. So that's message number two. Message number three is on herds, it's calving heifers that bit earlier at two years of age, and maybe reducing our replacement rates a little where herds have become stagnant now. This day, we don't need as many replacement heifers. That's message number three. Message number four, we need to look at the... 5% of the poor stock in any farm, are they adding any value, only extra work? So number one, you change fertilizer towards protected your 18612. Number two, cut your fertilizer uh, where possible. Number three, you look at the replacement stock coming in and try and tidy that up. And number four, you look at the, the cows uh, on any herd, would be a sucklers or dairy, uh, the poor ones in the herd, are they covering their cost? Yeah, and anyone with the peas, particularly high, you can go to straights anyway, or you can go to, obviously the nitrogen, the big message coming here for today is you have to go to protected urea, stay away from cans, stay away from normal urea. That's that's the big winner for farmers yeah. and save money. Yeah, really the big fertilizer going forward, Cahill, is the 18612 for our pea, the protected urea for our, our nitrogen, and you can get some K in with that as well, and sulfur. And if you need more K after that, it's murated potash. It, they're the simple fertilizers we need on any livestock farm, be they dairy, cattle, or sucklers going forward. Super. So, Seamus, thanks a million for your time. Uh, and you're working down in Waterford, signpost of Pfizer. And Patrick, you're up in Kilkenny. So anyone who wants to get in contact with lads, just ring the local office and you can sign up for the signpost Pro- advisor program and get your support. Absolutely. Uh, so the Dungarvan office for Waterford, the Kilkenny office, or Mullinavat for, for Kilkenny, uh, or you go on to chagas.ie and uh, you log on to the signpost advisory program, you can actually register there. That's it for this episode of the Chagask Environment Edge podcast. Thanks to Stan Lawler, Peter O'Hanrahan, Seamus Carney and Patrick Dunphy for joining us on the show. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast. You can listen on Apple and Google Podcasts as well as Spotify. And for more information, go to the Chagas website at chagas.ie. I'm Cahill Summers. And I'm Deirdre Lane. Join us next time for the Chagas Environment Edge podcast, signpost to farm sustainability.